0: This is What The flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin, and it's Monday the 22nd of August. Well, Elon Musk is at it (laughs) again, Justin. This time, he sent the sport world into meltdown by casually tweeting that he's buying (laughs) Manchester United. Now, a few hours later, and (laughs) 500,000 likes (laughs) later, he said, I'm just... Kidding. Not surprised at all. (laughs) Brett, Airbnb is the latest party pooper. (laughs) It's rolling out what they call anti party technology, which will block people from organizing parties on the platform. Talk about a buzzkill. (laughs) Three electrifying stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first AGL has had a seriously rough start to the year, but is still technically back in black in its full year earnings. It has been a rough couple of months for AGL, Brett. What is the story? So, some background here AGL Energy is Australia's largest power company. They've got around 4.5 million customers between residential and commercial in Australia. And AGL is also Australia's biggest carbon emitter, by the by. Which is one of the reasons that Atlassian's co-founder, Mike Cannon-Brooks, successfully Mm. derailed AGL's plan demerger back in May this year. But that ain't the only big thing that's happened to AGL recently, Jazzy Boy. Nope. It's seen some of its biggest coal plans shut down Mm. due to technical issues. And huge changes in the wholesale energy prices. But Brett, despite all of this, AGL announced a bottom-line profit of $860 million. But the devil is in the details, my friend. Mm -hmm. That's because their underlying profit is way down at just $225 million. That's down from $537 million last year. So what is the key learning here? When it comes to company financials, there's often more than one way of framing the figures. And it pays to be able to see through the haze. Bottom line profit, aka net profit, is the number you'll find right down the bottom of a company's income statement. Hence the name. But the bottom line profit will also To include everything, including one-off gains or losses, depreciation, amortization, tax, and everything in between. But Jazzy Boy, some experts reckon underlying profit gives a better idea of how a company's actually performing. And why is that? Well, because it excludes any one-off costs and shows a more accurate reflection of how much money the company actually generates. And on this occasion, with respect to AGL, the market seems to agree. Despite the jump in bottom line or net profit, Mm -hmm. AGL's shares sank 4.8% thanks to its weak underlying profit. For our second story, Qantas's deal to take over FIFO specialists, Alliance Airlines, could just be in trouble thanks to the consumer and competition watchdog's big bar. A Triple C, all over this one, Justin. What's happening here? Okay, so we all know Qantas. They're Australia's largest airline. It's actually an acronym, get this, for Queensland and Northern Territory Aerial mm-hmm. Services for those playing along at home. <laughs> and Brett, Qantas's plan to get a little larger was underway by trying to take over mm. Alliance Airlines for $614 million. Now, FluxFam, if you've never heard of Alliance, it's probably because they're pretty, pretty niche. <laughs> they are. They deal in charter flights for fly-in, fly-out workers in the mining sector, aka FIFO flights. Think Darwin to Cairns. Perth to Port Hedland. Bustleton to Newman. <laughs> and Brett, Qantas <laughs> wants in on that tasty regional revenue. But now the deal, Justin, it's on the rocks. That's right. The ACCC, our competition watchdog, is looking very closely at this deal. And they've just issued a statement of concern. So what is the key learning here? The ACCC is all about promoting competition and fair trade to benefit consumers, Mm -hmm. businesses Mm -hmm. and the general community. And Brett, the ACCC wants to make sure that potential acquisitions don't substantially reduce the competition in that market. In the case of Alliance, sure, Mm -hmm. Australia has a bunch of airlines, but we don't have a whole heap of FIFO airlines operating in Queensland and WA. Alliance holds 30% of the charter market. And old Qantas, they hold around 20% of that market. Which means, if my calculations are correct, this acquisition (laughs) could potentially have a pretty big impact on the FIFO flight market. Which is why Qantas needs to play nice with the (laughs) ACCC this time. For our third and final story, Norway's Sovereign Wealth Fund has copped a $250 US dollar loss in just six months from January to June this year, and yep, that is a record. That is a big fat number, Jazzy boy. I want to know. Tell me more. Okay, cast your mind back to 1969, Brett. It was the swinging 60s that (laughs) were about to give way to the free love 70s, (laughs) and Norway discovered it had bucket loads of oil to sell. Yep. Norway's economy grew pretty quickly Mm -hmm. after that, but uh, what did they do with all that money? Well, in 1996, they popped it into a fund that was colloquially known as the Oil Fund, and they invested it all around the world, pretty much anywhere except Norway. And the whole operation has been going swimmingly. These days, Norway's fund has around 9,000 different stocks and worth around $1.3 trillion in value. But Justin, it's not immune to market conditions. (laughs) Now the fund has lost $174 US dollars in just six months. That's around 14.4%. It's the biggest loss ever for a half year. But B-Man, it shouldn't stop this fund from playing a key role as a sovereign wealth fund that it's designed to be. Interesting. So what is the key learning here? A sovereign wealth fund is a government-owned investment fund. Put simply, these funds, they take domestic government money and invest it in all kinds of assets globally. And Brett, the idea is that a country's sovereign wealth fund invests the country's surplus money on behalf of its citizens. Now, you see, Norway has the world's largest Sovereign Wealth Fund. But there are heaps of others like the Abu Dhabi Investment Authority. With just over $800 billion US dollars under management. And Australia's very own Future Fund. With around $2.2 billion dollars under management. Gotta start somewhere, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Justin, I know one way to really spice up your lunchtime in the working day. That must be getting the Flux Daily Newsletter and a little scroll through all the gifts and the really informative business news. Flux Famine arrives around midday every day of the week. So if you want to sign up, head to flux.finance slash newsletter. Thanks for listening and will see you tomorrow.